Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Kathy, your host, and you are listening to Set Free Finding Your Truth. Thank you so much for being here today. So today, I want to dig into the stages of change. <clears throat> so I will preempt this podcast episode by saying if you do not want to be challenged, shut this off right now and walk away. But if you're ready to level up your life and you want to be challenged in how you think, right? Because there's a difference. Um, and, I, and I can say this because this used to be me. I'd get offended when somebody challenged me in a good way because they wanted me to grow and to learn and to change, right? And I would react in a not very nice way. Because my mindset wasn't at the point where I was ready to accept that, right? Um, so without further ado, let's let's just jump right into the stages of change, right? Um, so I want to talk about three three stages of change and then wrap it up at the end with why do we not change and how do we overcome that, okay? So the first stage of change is uninformed optimism, right? So I think about this every time I start working with a new individual um, or a woman approaches me and wants to have assistance and mentoring, coaching with health, wellness, fitness, life, all of it. And they're so excited, right? They have this vision for change of what it could look like, what it could feel like. And maybe they've written goals down on paper, but they haven't quite yet experienced those things or felt those things. But they have this uninformed optimism like, oh, this is going to be great, right? And, and sometimes that this is going to be great moment can be very warped. Um, th th that's a whole topic for another day. But we have this optimism, right? Um, and we're in what we call like this honeymoon stage, right? Like everything is great. Everything is unicorns and rainbows because I'm starting something new. I'm optimistic that this is going to be the thing for me right? And then typically around day 21, we have this informed pessimism, which is stage number two that sets in. The reality, right? Like the reality sets in. Whoa, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to, to not push snooze. It's a struggle not to eat all the cookies. It's a struggle to tell Sally Sue who's negative, like to go away. It is a struggle to do the things that you had down on paper. Because number one, it takes a different person to put those things on paper into action, it takes a new human being enabled to, in order to do that. And two, like you're human. There is going to be struggle. The Bible refers to even saying that there will be struggle. He did. God did not promise that there would not be struggle in your life. But those struggles, you have two ways to look at them. You can look at them as the victim or the victor. You can look at them as this is an opportunity for me to learn and grow or woe is me. It's your choice and it's totally up to you, right? In this stage of informed pessimism, we are looking at the cost versus the benefit. Oftentimes, we are looking for instant gratification. The scale hasn't dropped. I'm not seeing any changes. I'm not feeling any changes. I'm just going to quit, right? Versus delayed gratification. Versus being consistent. Versus sticking it out. Because so many times, we do not allow opportunity for growth. We just aren't willing to put the time in or put the effort in because society has molded us to think that like we're a microwave society, right? Like we pop something in the microwave and boom, you got a meal. You order something at Amazon Prime, boom, it's at your house the next day or within two days. It's ridiculous. So we've set that precedent for the things that we actually need to work for in life. 
So sorry to be the one to tell you that's not how it works. Do the freaking work and dig deep, right? So in this stage then, what happens? When we, when we realize, oh, this is a struggle. This is harder than I thought it would be. You have two choices, revert or keep going, right? But what happens is we start to withdraw. And I see this all the time in accountability groups that I used to do. People would just like be flies on the wall. They would just like not participate. They would not show up because they were frustrated, because they were maybe angry, because this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it takes work, honey. It takes effort. This is not, right? I'm not guaranteeing easy. I'm guaranteeing it's worth it, but I'm not guaranteeing it's easy. Because we don't like to feel uncomfortable. So when that feeling of uncomfortableness creeps in, like we are out, we tap out, bye-bye, see you later. And then what happens? We go to stage number three, which is the valley of despair. The pain of change versus the pain of staying the same, right? We're faced with a decision at this point in the valley of despair. Do we want the pain of change or do we want the pain of settling and staying the same? Again, that is your choice. Everybody has that same choice. You give up here. This is where most people give up. And can I tell you it's complete BS because here's what happens. If you start something new in the future, and oftentimes 99% of you will, you're going to go through the same process and you're going to hit the same valley of despair and you're going to quit again. It's inevitable. So let's talk about why. Point number four, why do we keep hitting this brick wall over and over and over again? We got a freaking headache and we're so frustrated. Why can't I change? Because what happens is you remain shackled to your thought patterns. You remain in what you think. Therefore, you remain in what you choose. You keep cycling the same thoughts. And then you cycle the same decisions. It's that simple, you guys. It is a mindset. This is why I preach about mindset and what happens between your ears is so much more important than how much you can lift or how many minutes you work out or how many hours you're in the gym or how many salads you eat in a day. None of that shit matters if what's between your head does, what's between your ears does not matter, right? So the goal with all of this, you guys, is to just be a better thinker. Be a better thinker. And I've been talking to the ladies in my mastermind about this, um, which is preempted this episode because we, okay, so if you're a woman, if you're a mom, you can totally relate to this, right? The key to becoming a better thinker is having growth and the willingness to change, okay? So, so let's think about some situations. Um, you do anything for your kids, right? Like you would bend over backwards. You would drive in a blizzard to go retrieve your child so they can spend the holidays with you. True? Yeah, I would do that, right? But would you do the same thing to keep a promise you made to yourself that you weren't going to push snooze this year, that you weren't going to be negative this year, that you were really going to work on your personal development and stop scrolling social media mindlessly playing the comparison game all day long, that you said you were going to work out consistently for 30 minutes a day, come hell or high water. Do you put the same effort into that? Do you? I'll wait for you to answer because most often we don't because we're not being a better thinker when it comes to that. Right? So another example, um, let's see. So all of you know that 
well, most of you should know <laughs> if you've been following. I I use this, I, I, I use a sheet of paper every day to track. I track food, I log sleep, um, pay attention to hormone things, fluctuations with that, what I eat, what I'm doing, what I'm thinking. Like literally it's kind of a daily diary. And when I run out of pages in my daily diary, do I just stop doing the daily diary? right? Like when you run out of check blanks, when you're writing out your bills, if anybody actually has check blanks anymore, do you just say, oh, I won't write any more checks? No, you go order another book of checks, silly. When you're out of toothpaste, do you say, oh, I guess I won't order toothpaste anymore and I'm not going to brush my teeth anymore? Ridiculous, right? When your kid outgrows his shoes for basketball, do you say, oh, I guess you're just going to have to wear your slides instead to play basketball? Hell no, you don't say that. You say, oh, okay, so now we have to do this, right? Same thing applies when there's a snow day. As I'm recording this, my kids have been home all week. It is Wednesday. And they are hoping and praying for another snow day tomorrow. I, of course, am not. But the, the fact of the matter is, that upsets your apple cart, right? That's not which, what was intended or on your schedule. How do we become a better thinker in those instances? We have to drop all our nothing mentality right? If it's not perfect, then I'm not doing it at all. That's complete garbage. It's a garbage way of thinking. So you have to become a better thinker because you will either settle or you will succeed. It is ultimately your choice. So my challenge to you, because this, this podcast is like a chat between us. It is not a monologue. It is something that I, I hope and I pray every, every time I record these, that somebody takes this information and you go apply it in your life. Don't just let it go in one ear and out the other. Please don't do that. You are, you are like, you're a huge disservice to yourself and the people that love you in this life. If you don't take this information, go apply it. So the key to growth is the willingness to change your mindset. So my challenge to you is what will you become a better thinker about right now, today, when you're listening to this? Because every decision you make is either getting you closer to the person you want to be or farther away, right? So stage of change. Let's freaking go. All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope this resonates with you. If so, I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.